Welcome to another episode of The Madness Table, where your favorite mad casters tell all, and maybe bear all, in a, I don't know, Zoom room filled with some guys. Uh, this girls. is bonus action number three. We're talking, and it got, well, a room filled with non-gendered persons. <laughs> slippery, you slippery dingus. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Post Action 3. We're talking Sloopadoop, the silliest name of all in D&D, uh, but one that was our first run-in with a certain demon prince. Uh, but before we can get to that, I gotta ask, Will, what the actual fuck is up with Andy, and why does this <laughs> chaos monkey exist? Seconded. Uh, yeah. Wonderful question. Uh, thank you thank you wonderful question wonderful question um andy exists because sometimes i can't control my own inner chaos monkey uh (laughs) for anybody that knows me as a player i usually play chaotic characters and i i can be heavily influenced by what i read listen to or watch um during any given time period and i kid you not somebody kept quoting uh that youtube video of like uh what is it like the cave greg guy sitting in a boat and he's like do you want do you want some um you know i can't even freaking remember but anyways old greg old greg Greg, yes of the of the hit show the great british bake-off yeah yeah totally uh yeah that that old greg that i kept hearing those quotes in my mind and um you know on the random rolls tables it's like environment environment and creature or just creature and i rolled up uh environment and creature and i'm like okay i know that the gray dwarves the darrow some darrow and the koatoa can travel around the dark lake and i was like what would be the weirdest funniest thing to just like row up in a boat next to you guys and andy was born uh so yeah and he he exists to create chaos and be a total enigma you never know what's gonna happen so he was just for fun no then i was uh, great he he lives up to his billing then <laughs> good good i'm glad <laughs> delightful uh so we eventually uh we, we met andy we somehow evaded andy uh but we made our way to sloopadoop were quickly captured uh and then uh brought into a religious family dispute um sam um you pilot laura laura has a history um and not apparently a very pleasant one uh though we haven't seen the depths of it yet um with captivity bonds and those who uh hold so I don't know how that feel being a pretend prisoner for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, man, I totally forgot about that. Um, it, it was uh, an interesting moment because it, at the time it just felt like we were just going from being like prisoners in the um, drow cages to like prisoners at Sloopadoop. Um, but she, uh, Laura, like, she her past has has to do a lot with like you know 
being confined and like unable to stretch her powers out and all this not not to go too deep into it but um i just remember at the time really wanting to um to have this like rage-filled moment and will just kept like doing the funniest stuff around like you must puke to <laughs> honor them. <laughs> it, it, the goddess. Yes. It truly was our first foray into like true absurdism. Yes. Nothing in Sloopadoop made sense. And it wasn't yeah. supposed to. It was so good though. Uh, Cause I was like, I think I rolled like a, a nat one on a constitution check for puking. Uh, and so I, my guts just went everywhere. Like, <laughs> So yeah, I took it as a honor to sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it was really fun. But I, I definitely wanted her to be angrier, and then she just ended up doing a lot of puking. But it was really fun. That was super fun. I love that. <laughs> and everybody got pins. Yeah. Yep. It's a great day when everyone gets pins. Um, <laughs> th- this is a a uh, a question from uh, listener Brendan. Um, <laughs> Will, how did you cope with this? The just inarguably silly Kuatoa name naming conventions that you were forced to reckon with during no, no. this arc. Andrew, that I, if you're going to ask questions uh, from listeners, I think you need to uh, honor the wording in which they are asked because I think context is important. Very bro. Will, why are all the NPCs' names so stupid? <laughs> wow. Listener Brendan wow. P wants to know. <laughs> Brendan hey, P I, wants I, did, some I didn't I didn't sign an NDA. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um well, here's the thing. I come up with NBCs like Andy and Grimm and others. Um those in Sloopadoop, you will have to take up with Wizards of the Coast. I I do not <laughs> name them. Those are their names as written per the campaign book. Um how, I I also was in pain believe me uh, <laughs> it hurt hurt my soul to do all the oops and the loops and the dupa dupes um <laughs> I, there are just <laughs> so many vowels yes and i think that comes in with the whole you know they're fish and <laughs> <laughs> try talking like a fish uh yeah which I, re- I i can't remember if i did too much of it in that arc um, but you remember like our first Koatoa friend in, uh, when you guys were all captured, I tried doing the, blah, 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 and you were all just like, mm-hmm. hell no, fuck no, get him out no, of here. Hated him. He <laughs> Turn dies. it off. You know? Yeah. No, uh, he was the first, he was yeah. the PC or NPC in there that we wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was like, we'll take all of them, not him. Yeah. And yeah. If, uh, if, if you're listening to this and you don't remember Shushar from the first arc, it's because I almost completely cut them out of the edits <laughs> because every time they would talk, we would lose concentration on the yeah. plot for like yeah. five to ten minutes and just make fun of Will's voice and then yeah. eventually come back to playing Dungeons and Dragons. I probably said some of the most <laughs> vile things to Will while trying yeah. to maintain... Yeah. Some composure around. Brendan can no longer run for public office in the future because no. of the things he has said. To no, I, I have seen. I have said some fireable things uh, to Will regarding his NPCs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and not all of them on air. 
No, there there have been HR conversations, <laughs> and I'm not sorry. And here we are. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's open this up to the players here. Uh, I have a question here. Uh, this is, as Will alluded before, this was our first kind of foray into Underdark civilization, uh, into kind of an area that was peopled by living beings. Um, and it was a rather chaotic experience. Um, as surfacers, you know, how did, you know, started out with Safel. How did Safel feel delving into the fishy chaos of Sloopadoop? Um, I mean, I, I think I, I'm already sort of answered is like, it, it was just so absurd. Like it was sort of the first punch in the face. Like nothing down here makes sense. Everything is, you know, there's this whole civilization of fish people and, and, uh, their worship structures and their, their way of just conducting themselves was so otherworldly. Um, yeah, it, if things were already weird, which they were, this was, this made everything before look normal. It was also like one of those, we were literally um, rowing up and you could just see them on the docks. And I just knew it was not going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you could just see them like waiting <laughs> to like take us prisoner and salivating at the fresh meat. Yeah. And even in the moment, we literally just we were forced to just row up. Um, it was also like we were imprisoned by fish people whose names all sound ridiculous and who worship sea goddesses. Yeah. Like it really it was the most insulting uh <laughs> hierarchical structure. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, cool. Before we were captured by like you know, intimidating uh tactical drow and and now the goldfish are attacking." Right. And this- and just <laughs> and to like put it in perspective compared to other campaigns, like you're so used to going into town having a tavern where you get information, mm-hmm. getting food and drink and rest at an inn, finding magic items, like everything is like very standard in most D&D towns. And then there's this. Yeah. <laughs> which is just like totally we got nothing. Mold. We got yep. nothing. We got a pin. We got a souvenir. Yeah. I, I, and that was it. Future character idea would just be like an elf archeo- or like archaeologist as anthropologist who just like goes for these like batshit underdark civilizations to one to another uh just to, like document these absolutely absurd goings on because for, for for indigo it was a whole like wow this is just different wow this is different uh and i <laughs> had never planned on indigo um being you know angry at other people's gods but this really tested <laughs> the um the metal <laughs> of, of our sweet cleric boy um, but this this piece in Sloopadoop uh, did not remain for long because it turns out one of those um, funny smelling fish gods was the freaking Demigorgon. Um, so players, and then we'll get to our fair DM here. Um, Sam, fair DM. how did it feel seeing the Prince of the Abyss? Oh, man. I, in that moment, I learned something about Will as a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Which is just like sometimes there really is no answer. 
<laughs> and you just have to like hope that you roll well. Like there is no like, god. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there's no winning, um, and there's just like you can't run, and you just have to like, oh, man, I don't know. Um, that was that was wild, and oh, that that entire thing was a trip. So. Uh, Demogorgon scared the bejesus out of me. I still have zero idea what we are supposed to do in the Out of the Abyss module in order to fight <laughs> such a creature that has not changed. So that's about where I'm at. Absolutely. All right, Brendan, how do you feel uh, staring down the oh, God. the man himself? The thing uh, itself? The thing, the creature, the t- daddy. The um <laughs> I can't, I can't scream into a microphone because I've been told that listeners don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, I've played campaigns with Will, both of. I mean, you and I, I Andrew, have done so many games with this man, um, and it still surprises me how much he can shock me, intrigue me, and piss me off all in the same. <laughs> Uh, session <laughs> and the demogorgon was was that moment of like i i was so shocked a that i didn't expect it i mean it's that he's on the cover of the module mm-hmm. and we kept going you know when is this guy gonna come up like when is it actually gonna get into demons and i still could You're probably not... like level 15 yeah i couldn't have prepared at all for like, oh yeah, the stupid fish people that we've been making fun of for four episodes have been actually worshipping the Prince of the Abyss. <laughs> yeah, um, right. That makes sense. This tracks. Yeah. yeah, it was just, it was the, it was the cherry on an absurdist cake. <laughs> yeah, I, I, in some ways, and this will get into a future question here, uh, in some ways I'm kind of glad that Indigo failed his sanity check here. Um, but just so I didn't have to attempt to guiding bolt uh, a, a prince of the abyss and just watch that do absolutely nothing and know <laughs> yeah. how well and truly screwed I am in that moment. So at least, at least I got to preserve my sense. I was the whole time I was like, this isn't real. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. Yeah. Oh, this is I, happening. Oh, this is happening. I kept mm-hmm. waiting for it. Um, Truly, because it, it seems like one of those moments where, like, oh, the Prince of the Abyss rises from the lake. Okay, we're going to get into some intense narrative, like, exposition moment where we're going to write ourselves into the next arc. Like, we're fleeing. Everything's going on. And then Will was like, roll for initiative. I'm like, wait, we're doing this shit? Like, <laughs> no, no. This is the part where you talk us into a, a, a nice happy place and we move on and forget right. this ever happened. Right. Yeah, and well, with that... The man himself, Will, how to feel to bring out the big guns uh, for uh, this encounter? God, it felt so good as a sadistic DM that loves to torture <laughs> and destroy his players to just bring out a CR 26 creature and be like, run, Oof. you fools. Oof. You know, um, I remember reading that particular chapter and being like, hold up. Demogorgon comes out now? What? Um, and and to because it's fresh in my mind, uh, Brendan's com- complaint there. Um, oh my gosh, I totally lost my train of thought there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
I could have, I could have very easily narratively been like, and you guys run away and blah, 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 blah. But the whole point um, to me from the very get go, when we picked up that we all decided this was the game we wanted to play was to really strive into the whole point of like, you're playing heroes, but you ain't heroes. You know, you are the tiny specks of dust on a huge and different planet and universe that gives no fucks about you. Um, And so by putting you guys into initiative and being like, you know, here come the sanity checks. Here comes a literal, like one wave of a tentacle and Demogorgon destroys three huts and and massacres like 30 Koa Toa. You know, I felt like it was a really good moment to be like, this is what the frig is up. Um, not that you guys had been like on any kind of easy path before this. Um, but I wanted the, I wanted Demogorgon to be weighty. I wanted him to feel like he had a, um, you know, you were more grounded and, you know, it's just like, oh, we just get to get away. No, there's fucking shit happening here. Um, so it felt really, really cool to, to bring that up and, that was more of a split decision to be like, you know what? We're going to go into initiative here. Um, and the book very much is like, yeah, your characters, your PCs, they should want to run away from this. <laughs> it's, you know, level two, level three, they're going <laughs> to die. So yeah. you, you were humbling us very early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, both the book and myself agreed. And like Demi Gorgon shows up to show you you're nothing. But hopefully you live to become something. <laughs> mm, yep. Yeah, and in in that um, you know heavy quotes around the term fight here, um, <laughs> Safel and Indigo both failed their sanity checks. Um, so, yeah. uh, Brendan, how was that for you? Um, oh God! Un- unable to, I believe, cast spells, which yeah, is I think a, I, kind of a thing for your character. I can't remember the amount of times that I complained about being utterly useless um (laughs) and here's the thing like yes it was so frustrating um because i believe my sanity was just i could not speak or no when i spoke it was gibberish Mm -hmm. um yep which for the moment made sense being absolutely dumbfounded uh by what decided to pop out of the dark lake but so frustrating to have all of my spells have a verbal component i couldn't do anything useful regarding my actual class and it was just all tactician mode it was like what what can we do what can i do without any of my abilities the only thing i have is my brain and how the hell do i convey that uh so it was a really good test of i guess strategizing in a way uh even though I don't, I don't know how much you can uh, consider running away serpentine a strategy. I'm pretty uh, sure you were looking for magic stuff. I was, yeah. So I, I did run into the um, the Kuatoa hut to try to find magical items as well, to try to swipe whatever we could. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, all right, we got what we can. Let's get the heck out of here. Um, mm-hmm. 
Oh god, especially when it got into the whole fighting indigo thing, but oh, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, unfortunately, I was not helping you a whole ton. No, um, <laughs> I, I was a, 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 a chaos of of claw and teeth um, during this debacle, which I think, as I mentioned before, may have saved my life because uh, it stopped me from attempting to solo the demigorgon. Yeah, um, <laughs> which I I know is a bad idea, but. Man, you gotta try something. It sounds right? so right, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and 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 thank goodness it wasn't. You know, it, my, I believe my um, my command from Will was, you know, you attack the thing nearest to you, and that did not be attack the biggest threat you see, because yeah. uh, that would have ended um, poorly, I believe. Um, so in yes. in a way, Indigo's manners may have saved his life. Mm-hmm. Um. And I this you know a question uh, to me from me. Uh, why did Inigo attack Safel so much? <laughs> and I do have an answer for you, Brent. You've been asking you for it for uh, about yeah, six months. Yeah, I'd really <laughs> like to know. <laughs> and yeah. actually, and really, I could place this in just about every bonus action because I feel like it comes up at least it once does. a chapter. Yeah. Hey, in the last chapter, I feel fully um, like I had the right idea. This time, sure. I will say this: this was a little bit of blending of Andrew and Indigo, because uh, uh-huh. there's a lot of people I could have attacked, but most of them for this for me, and this might be more player Andrew than a uh, character Indigo. I know that Safel could take it, and I, I don't <laughs> I don't think that I know what your I, I know what your con score is. I know at this time in the game you had the highest HP in the party. Uh-huh. And I knew if I started wailing on I other characters, it. I think I would have. Again, Indigo's not that strong. But if I kept kicking the mushroom while he had like half health, eventually he dies. <laughs> um, if, if I attack the like the gibbering rat man, he dies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh funny. Um you know, I respect it. I I don't forgive you, but I respect it. Um and I think we can move on as as better people even though you're still a piece of garbage. Um, I'm glad we have this moment of healing. I'm I'm pretty sure there were cases too. Like there were people, I think closer to you than me. Like there was at least one case. I think I flagged where I was like 10 feet away by the map and there was someone right next to you and you still chose me and no one called it. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just taking this. That's yep, fine. Yep. Well, this is happening. It's it's story compatible violence. Yeah. The best kind of violence. I, no, there was definitely a time when stool had me in a headlock and I still chose to attack you. Yes. I, okay. I, 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 admit, I, I, I admit my fault here. And, uh, and I respect <laughs> it. And honestly at that, like Safel probably earned it a little bit. Uh, so we'll let it go. But I'm glad that you brought this question up because I would have asked you anyway. Yeah, oh, I, I know. I, I act proactively. Uh, <laughs> our, our next question is for Sam. Actually, I have two in a row for you. First of, first of all, as the one person I believe who succeeded on their sanity check besides yeah. Andy, because you can't break what's already been broken. Um, <laughs> what was it like My trying line. to keep these chuckle fucks in line? Or I guess... Well, is it like this time in game? Because you do this in real life kind of all the time. Every all day. the time. Every, all the time. <laughs> At least you're honest with yourself. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Keeping it all together was so frustrating because um, I had uh, nobody had their gear. So first I had to get all your stuff. And then I had to like chase you around because Safel wouldn't listen he was like i'm gonna go get some magic items now 
And then Indigo, like you had to point them in a direction and like point at a target. And it was just like trying to do all the things while be surrounded by like 20 fish boys and Andy and Grim. Grim was like dying. Stool was like moderately helpful. It was it was a lot. Uh, Yeah, you know, it's chaos when Stool was helpful. Right, exactly. How many times do they have to save your life before you love him like I do? At least 20 more. Yeah. A few more. A few more. All right. I rolled a a d20 at the beginning of the game, and I was like, how many times does this character have to impress me before I let him earn my respect? Mm -hmm. And uh, and we're not there yet. No. One day soon, perhaps. Well, one day eventually. We'll see. Uh, and it, in the midst of that chaos, Sam, Laura went down and she got her second visit from a certain shadow demon. I I don't know what to call him. Yeah. Uh, the, the big the big man himself, Mr. Gratz, uh, played you a visit. Sam, what was it like in that moment when you were, I believe at the time, two death saves down, uh, staring down the barrel of, you know, the end of Laura? And yeah. reaching out to Will's shadow hand to come join the dark side. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't feel very rewarded by the fact that I succeeded my sanity check when I ended up going down anyways because <laughs> you guys weren't even around. Um, but uh, that that entire moment was like just like stepping aside the game as a person was incredibly nerve wracking because it was like the first moment of like solo improv with Will and Will's an actor. There's some like pressure there, like trying to make a good recording. Like he's an asshole. (laughs) So (laughs) like just personally, like that, that was, that was a stressful moment. Um, But then like from a character standpoint, like, I mean, my original character was already gone because we were in the underdark and I had this whole like air thing going on with the original character concept. Um, And she couldn't even talk to her original patron. So, and then you bring in Grazit. It was kind of like this opportunity to remold, but the biggest hiccups were all about the morality of this individual and Lara's own morality because she was trying to be good but like this individual was very like nebulous and like Mm -hmm. what do they want what is the purpose here like I need to live so no matter what I have to take that hand and you know sometimes the dice really do tell the best story because that nat 20 was like perfection Um, and then you know hopping back up in the nick of time to attempt to save uh, the rest of the crew was was really fun. It was just it was a very exciting time, um, but super stressful. Um, yeah, and could I actually ask a, a continuation of that? Because you, so it it didn't feel like a very long time for us, and and even in the story it wasn't. So that whole reimagining of Lara saw the disconnect with Ashni. Yeah. Um and the and the leaving of your your new companion. I I was kind of curious what that obviously I have ideas of what that disconnect felt like for for you Sam as a player. Yeah. But I mean did did Lara even clock that? Was it le- obviously you know if that connection was gone <clears throat> was that 
was she even aware of it? Was she hurt oh, yeah. by it? Like what what was that whole thing for you? Laura, um, okay, so for me, Sam, devastating. Yeah. I was so man, Ashi was gonna be like the coolest, coolest creature ever. Will had plans, I had visions. My mom bought me this cute stocking stuffer that looked just like Ashni. Like <laughs> it was oh, it was like the cutest thing ever. And um and yeah, then it all, you know. Um, but for Laura, she in that moment, I remember talking to Will about it a, a little bit and like that connection, like she felt it was no longer there. Mm-hmm. And there was that moment that Will um narrated where Ashni, it was like heartbreaking where Ashni was like looking on and then just like left. Yeah. And as a character, I had always like I'd been thinking the whole time, you know, that Laura um Lara was absolutely devastated but you know what it didn't matter in that moment because what mattered was surviving and then um you know not to like spoilers or anything but she definitely was like looking for Ashi constantly um and it was like whenever we had downtime I tried to like emphasize that and like look for Ashi um but because you know Will and I had like briefly talked about what might happen in the future with Ashni, but overall just like the connection was broken. So it was just mm. heartbreaking on all ends, man. It's sad. It was real sad. Yeah. It was a um, sad things that have happened. <laughs> Sorry. Go <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind me interjecting for a moment. Uh, yeah. Talking to Sam about or what was to be done with Ashni was both a mechanics thing of like, okay, you're entering into this new pact and you know like all this kind of stuff and there wasn't there hadn't been enough time for me like i have a reptile at home like i have a bearded dragon his name's grizzly um even though i've had him for like six now almost seven years he's not like a dog he won't necessarily come to me when he calls like he's like Mm, I need warmth. I'm going to go where it's warm or like I'm hungry. I'm going to go where I'm hungry. And like, he will interact with me a bit, but not like when the first days that I had him, no, he was like, hell no, I don't want anything to do with you. And so all I could think about was the rationale behind like why Ashni would stay if there wasn't this magical connection between the two of them. And like, while I wanted that for Sam, um, the, the choices that we kind of went mechanically faded away from that, but you know, is Ashni alive and well, you know, will Ashni reappear? You know, we don't know. So that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things we don't know, uh, Grim went down in this fight uh, after eating quite a lot of fishy barf dirt. Um. <laughs> Will, I know you you love these NPCs. You 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 grow them up like they're your children and then you pluck them from your reality in the most brutal fashion. Uh, was there anything that you were really excited about in Grimm's story that we're now not really ever gonna get to know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh he was probably the f- real first full in-depth NPC that I came up with. Um, combining so many different elements of like things to come in the underdark and um, you know what you're kind of going through and um, 
I was like, oh, he'll be like a fun, you know, maybe standalone NPC that could be there for them or not, you know, or someone that can reappear uh, because he was this gritty ranger. He'd explored all of the Underdark, um, knew where he's going, had his connections, had his things that he did. Uh, kind of a gruff character, but really a teddy bear inside. Um, and yeah, I had so many fun little connections in, you know, arcs that we are, have gone through and are going to get through that he had potential parts in that we will never see now. Um, yeah, and it would have just, it would have made them feel like every time I create an NPC, um, you know, depending on the age and, you know, everything else, I'll have either a whole bunch of backstory written up or none whatsoever. And with him, I was like, ah, he's older, blah, 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 blah. Like you guys only saw him in wear rat hybrid form. You didn't even know exactly what he was outside of that. Um, you know, what his true full name was his whole thing so yeah there was there was a lot uh that has been missed out on with the the end of grim story but you can kind of expect that with almost every npc that i create like there's so much there full npc character development you come to it here at the madness table and that's right in a moment here, we are going to be checking in on our 2022 character resolutions. Uh, this is a spoiler zone. Uh, so if you do not want spoilers uh, or you're not current to episode, let's go ahead and say 50 just to be safe. Uh, go ahead and turn off the pod now. Know that um, we all love and care for you except for Brendan. Um, and in a moment here, we're going to pop back over <laughs> character resolutions. You're all right. That's fair. All right. So in um, episode, I believe, 16 or 17, we made New Year's resolutions, which we made on January 6th, but didn't get broadcast until May. Yeah. <laughs> Time is a weird mm. soup. Show you. But well, yeah, let's uh, let's go through. And then um, this is why uh, there, there are spoilers here, because some of these have come true and some of them have. <laughs> well, not so much. Uh, but I haven't been ordered here. We'll start out with Indigo uh, for Andrew. Uh, I I would like to live or die boldly in 2022. <laughs> yep. Well, baby, there ain't nothing bolder than the way Indigo went down. I disagree. You died like a bitch. <laughs> head first into that sweet, sweet lava. Oh, no. But hey, oh, God. You, you can't say Indigo didn't uh, just really get out there. And do his thing. So I would say, oh. so far, mission accomplished. Mission know, accomplished. Man. Kind of feels <laughs> like a cop-out. Kind of feels like you don't have to, like, you didn't even have to care about the resolution the whole year. Yeah, oh. but, like, it, he didn't have to live and die boldly. He just had to do one live or the other. Or live or. <laughs> yeah, live or die boldly. Yeah, he, he, he built in a uh, he built in a clause that yeah. just, just got him out of the contract. Damn straight. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, a Andrew Walker, infernal contract lawyer, come see yeah, me. Seriously. And don't worry, uh, I will continue to live and die boldly in 2022. We've got another <laughs> two months of this shit, baby. That's right. Uh, that brings us to Safel. Um, yes. So you have two of them here, and uh -huh. so first of all, how many sets of dice have you purchased in 2022? 
I have purchased zero <laughs> sets of dice in 2022. Ooh, I is, did. Mm. I did receive a set of dice that I was waiting for in a <laughs> that I backed in 2018. Wow. But I did not purchase any this year. All of the dice Love that I have. Another another infernal workaround. There's a lot of those happening. Yes. Classic uh, classics of and um so far, Brendan, your other resolution was Savelle survives the entire year. Uh-huh. Uh as of October twenty fourth. So far so good. Yeah, we are we are going strong. <laughs> we will see how that goes in the next session or two. We are yeah. still in, in quite a precarious situation. Mm-hmm. Uh but as of right now, uh, staying strong. Yeah. Can't stop, won't uh, stop. Indeed. Well, um, so, uh, I am. I'm. I'm gonna say I, I'm one for one. Brendan's two for two. Sam, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the same for you. But, oh. but we'll start out with a right for DM's guild. Uh, you haven't done it yet, but you did, however, win an honorable mention. In the one-page dungeon contest, so that's right, Andrew. Who did I do this with? Was that you? That, that was me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at the two of you. That's right. Check us out in one-page dungeon. Uh, we even put the little TMT logo on the side. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, the limitless library. So it wasn't DM skill, but we did write something. That's and we'll call it point five. I think my resolution, I think, was only that I wanted to write something right. Uh, it says right for DM's guild. I'm afraid you did yeah, say it. But hear me out. Hear me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. It is not December 31st. And I actually have something like 75% written. So there is okay. a chance that right. I will still right. succeed in this. All right. Okay. Okay. So, at the, at so the, right at now the you're at a point five. Let's up. see how things go. You. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, your you. next Thank one, you. you did say that you learned <laughs> to love martial classes. Um, so mm-hmm. how's that going? Because you're you also said, and I quote, next character will be a oh. fighter, not in this campaign, but another Mara <laughs> will be forever. <laughs> um it looks like the polygraph says oh. that was a lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So it's incredible. Oh, On January sixth, you have predicted uh. Scylla. Yeah, uh, I feel called out, I feel shamed. I feel like I've been my, my honor has been dragged, but I'm, uh, you know, and I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm one for two because I'm not even learning to love the fighter class yet. It's not there. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's there. Not there yet. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think you're, I think you're a solid, like you're a 0. 0.5 for both. So that puts you at a one. Like a one. There's that still time. Yeah. Uh, at, at the end we need, we're going to have to see some receipts. You're going to have to write something. Yeah. You're going to have to send it to us. <laughs> Uh, it's going to go up on all of the socials oh. so that we can hold you accountable. Uh, oh. And you're going to have to tell us how that fighter class is growing on you. Uh. I don't know. Who knows? You know, it's October now. Uh, maybe by December we'll be like, what, level 9, level 11? Like, what are you thinking, Will? <laughs> That's... Unless you guys start trucking, that ain't happening. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we'll be lucky to hit level 7. Or level 6. Level yeah, we'll six. see. Yeah, unless you guys like proceed by chapters every episode, it's not gonna happen. Nah. 
Challenge accepted. Hey, hey, we 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 got out of Gracklestug. That's got to count for something. Now no, we no, just no, need no. to. We've gotten through like three chapters of yeah. No, seventeen. Just, no. I think. Now we just need to survive. Yeah. 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 Oh well, I'm, I'm. That sounds easy. All we have to do is survive. Hey, Safel's <laughs> done it. What's your excuse? <laughs> Liquid Zing. hot magma. Hey. I am. I am corpse number eight reporting live. That's the number of PCs and NPCs that we've died or have died in the party. NPC, really? Like yes. including NPCs, only eight. Including named NPCs that die on screen. Yes. Got you. On screen yeah. deaths. Yeah. Not those right. flimsy ones. Uh, so, but all I right, mean, this... we're not quite up there with, with Return of the King, but we'll get there. No, not right. yet. Not yet. There's still time. Will, there's still time. Uh, mm-hmm. And thank you, Will. Your resolution was more yes end. Um, and I think we should go around. Uh, first, I would like to hear your pitch for how you're doing. And then I think the three of us should vote on whether or not <laughs> you have achieved <laughs> your resolution so far. I like uh, this so first, let's, let's hear from the man himself. Uh, I think I have succeeded on the more yes and with the simple fact of where the heck you guys go and what you do in the campaign. Um, I think I think I've also been very gracious in my yes and, you know, you guys have asked for some things and those things have come about. Maybe not in the particular ways that you wanted, but in ways that they worked. Um, so I, I think I've seen growth this year so far <laughs> i can't wait for the shit posting that's about to begin and i will just use it as fuel for the no let's let's kneecap this kid yeah. <laughs> all right well if there's shit posting to be done brendan you're up you have the mic oh congratulations will you did the bare minimum as a dm <laughs> no <Thank> I- you. <laughs> Thank you thank you to be uh, no genuinely like i know how uh you and i both struggle uh being actors and writers and uh dms and players in our own regard and i know how much intense work and uh care that you put into your writing so i know how difficult it is when you get a bunch of chuckle fucks like us who come in and wanna, <laughs> who want to step on everything and and poke all the buttons i know how difficult that can be and i honestly have to commend you for how flexible you have been um especially i mean all the time we're talking back and forth i we call on you know ways to and from work uh just like chilling on weekends talking about character stuff and and developing and it's it's a blast so in all honesty uh you have been improving so well with that and it's been it's been such a fun uh thing to be a part of i will never say anything that nice ever again though Mm. so i hope that you you absorbed all that i hope you know uh in your heart of hearts that that was said by me in some meaningful way and mm-hmm. from this point forward uh get fucked you waste of space yeah you know what it's it's good it's locked away i will have that as a core memory from now on love you buddy <laughs> love you too uh sam how do you vote well <laughs> no <laughs> i think that says it all 
Well, I no, 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 no. But seriously, Scylla, Scylla as an entire character was one giant yes and uh, because I'm pretty sure that the Triton are not in the module. And nope. that entire, basically every episode uh, lately has been, I say something about Scylla's relationship with Sue and Will says yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. So Actually, I, it's, it's one of my favorite interactions <laughs> consistently. The freaking commando signals. Yes. Like, while you're- <laughs> yes. No, commando I look signal. forward to it every time. It's great role play. Yeah. And the, the like, when they drag that guard into the king's throne room and it's like, oh, yeah, we do this all the time. <laughs> As is our standard uh, practice. You question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the biggest yes and was uh, Will, Will decided to roll with the Blue Man group. So yeah. we were pretty... All True. this, all great True. things. It was amazing. It was. I don't know. It conveniently up. made them disappear. Yeah. Did they? Did they? We don't know. The greatest trick the Blue Man Group ever pulled was making the world think they did not exist. Ha ha ha! And uh, I- I'm also going to give you a passing grade, Will, uh, as a yes. character who uh, wants to interact with every animal that is uh, put forth. <laughs> yes, uh, your ability to not go ballistic is uh, delightful. As I, <laughs> um, you know, make friends with mimics or bears or yeah. sentient. Lava. Pieces of well, no, he didn't. Ma- he didn't that. master that one. They had <laughs> yeah. that. That was the one ass that was too much. Can I yeah. befriend the lava? Yeah, they had. They had a pretty big disagreement. It got heated real quick. I don't yeah, think yeah. you drew the lava, which is always like the first step for indigo before becoming friends. Is yeah, like you a need to, You need to draw yeah. it like one of your French girls, and then it feels you know close <laughs> to you. Exactly. I'll remember that for my next character. <laughs> Draw the lava. <laughs> Draw the. Yeah, this is some really uh, erotic lava art. Uh, <laughs> all right, no, it's officially on a molten object. <laughs> it is officially time for me to stop talking. Uh, so, just as our characters uh, bid adieu to Sloopadoop, I believe our third settlement we've left uh, in ruins behind us, as is our want. Um, so, too, may you leave whatever troubles are hearing you in the day as you sail off into our next adventure. Uh, as always, hit us up on our Discord at our email address, uh, themanistable@gmail.com. If you have any questions or you want to get in touch, we'd love to have you. Uh, we have lots of exciting things in the cauldron getting hot for you, including our next bonus action in, I don't know, whenever we get around to it. But thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Oh man, is that the time? We're overdue for another check-in with you fine listeners. Thanks as always for being here right up to the outro. We really appreciate that. You will never believe this, but we recently hit our one-year podcast anniversary and 3,500 downloads. It's truly been a blast. We're having just a grand old time and we look forward to another 50 episodes to come. Hopefully you join us for those next 50. That being said, we do have an exciting announcement. We have launched a coffee page. Yes, that's K-O-F-I page. There's no pressure to do so, but if you want to toss a coin to your witchers, that's us. You can head to ko-fi.com slash the madness table. 
All donations will go first toward our monthly operating costs, which include our podcast hosting software, items like that. But our ultimate dream is to be able to upgrade our setups to be able to offer live stream recording sessions to get that sweet, sweet video content to accompany our audio. Uh, if you're not able to donate, but you want to support the show, we would just adore you if you left that five-star review in whatever podcatcher you're currently listening in, or if you just spread the word and tell a friend. We would be eternally grateful for that support. So that's it. Until next time, when... The